Hello, welcome to the Happy Night Project. As you may know, I was not able to release any episode because for some reasons I was afraid and I had the news that back home three of my family members had the symptoms of COVID and you know during this time it's really not that easy to hear such news. I was paralyzed mentally for about two weeks and I was only focusing on them and I was praying so hard that we survive it because I know that my parents are both in their senior years and when I heard that they were sick or they had fever I just couldn't think of anything but simply um, tried to do the best that we can to work within ourselves, try to communicate with doctors using the technology and thankfully we were able to survive it and yeah, I mean, it was not an easy experience for all of us. I remember I was crying for several days not knowing what to think and trying to look for solutions look for hospitals look for oxygens just in case you know we had to result to home um, home confinement because there's no available hospital in in our area so there are so many layers that I, I want to talk about, but I'd rather not go political nor name drop the name of the the place where, you know, where our parents stayed. And I just don't want to be like blaming people or the system. But But I'd like to share with you a journey that was not easy. A journey that took me to my realization and really woke me up that life is indeed short. And as I can see it from my social media every day, I'm not kidding, every day I would see profile pictures being changed to candles and being changed to a black icon or being changed to something else. And it's as if social media is trying to let me know that this is the new normal, that people are dying is normal, and that I should be okay about it. But inside, I was drowning. Inside, I couldn't think of the future. Inside, I couldn't think of other things to do, even if I would like to like look for a job. I was doing it. I was constantly searching for a new job while dealing with all this chaos, this thought that I could be losing any anyone, anytime. So 
was really not a good journey for us. But I'm really thankful that we pass the tunnel and hopefully um, my mom, she would be able to have her um, full recovery very soon because I, I could still see her that she hasn't regained the same strength that she has so although i'm i'm not really declaring it to her and i don't want to scare her and i don't want to be scared as well so how did we do it i mean during those three weeks we battled it and we battled the symptoms by boosting the immune system we had all the types of vitamin C with zinc and we contacted doctors through our phones and these doctors were frontliners and they helped us they prescribed the medicine for us to buy and thankfully like the drugstores they allowed us to buy over the counter using the prescribed medicines from the doctor that you know everything was online so we took advantage of the e-consult and to be honest it's it was so difficult because i i live outside the philippines and i can only monitor them from afar my brother lives outside our province and so he's the one who's supplying their day-to-day needs like their food and he's our frontliner he was the one who was buying food medicine for for those who quarantined at home for for three weeks so he would be going to our home to send in food and medicine almost every other day and it doesn't matter if he'll be traveling and he'll be driving for like several hours just to be able to send the the produce or the grocery back home and so we nourished their bodies with proper nutrients i'm i'm not a medical expert and i don't have any expertise regarding this and i'm not saying that you should not seek the doctor or you should not go to the hospital in times like this. What I'm telling you is that in case they tell you that there's no hospital are available ASAP, then you'll just don't take no as an answer. Instead, you have to look for ways on how you could help your loved ones. You cannot just stare at them from a blank space from your phone or not do anything the least that you could do is not to try because when you try i i mean it when i say that you have to try all of your ways contact your friends use your network to seek for possible available hospital within your locality outside your locality the 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 nearest um, area home swab testing um, you have to be ready with those numbers because you cannot simply take people with symptoms without any result to
to the hospital, right? So you gotta be ready with with those numbers. And if there's anything that you can do right away and take it as an emergency, um, emergency situation. So emergency situation, even if their temperature is at 36.5 going to 37 don't wait for it to be at 38 so when i said emergency situation i'm talking about um, temperature from 37 yeah some people will will think of me like what are you thinking it's only 37 and you shouldn't be thinking about hospital but when when you are in in the midst of a pandemic you should treat 37 as an emergency because it should only be around 36 or 36.5 and we nourished their bodies with good food and a lot of vegetables a lot of fruits and a lot of vitamin c zinc and oregano we boiled the oregano leaves and then they drank it as if it's their tea just to suit their sore throat we allowed them to we allowed them to gargle with salt every now and then water and warm warm water with salt and also we used bactidol um those sore throat um cleansers or whatever you call it just to suit their sore throat so when i'm when i say that they had symptoms i mean it i responded to it as an emergency even if they only had the symptoms we didn't wait for them to have the full symptoms were in it's already hard for them to breathe before we take any action so when my when three of them had a fever i immediately responded with our first aid which is to treat the fever and we called our local um local unit reporting that you know our our family had the the symptoms and we did our part but sadly they responded that we just have to wait and stay at home for the next five days that if there's just a symptom and it's not a severe one then it's first thing is to wait for the symptoms for five days and home isolate and yeah so we did what they said and we did it but at the back of our heads we're preparing for the worst and it means something that we should be responsible about we didn't wait for other people or other agencies to take care of us we mean it well when these symptoms was like a tiny bit of sore throat and slight fever and headache and loss of taste so we we treated it 
as an emergency case for us. So I remember I was, I asked my brother to look for the oximeter for for our parents so that he could monitor them, like their oxygen level shouldn't be below ninety five. So those simple things could save lives. Like make sure that your homes have oximeter these days, and. At that moment, when my mom's oxygen went to 92, I was like praying so hard. So she has an asthma, and we had her nebulizer ready with her. So we bought a new one, and we supplied her with with all the vials that she needed, just in case um, her her asthma would would attack while she's having the symptoms so if you could just imagine it was difficult for her i remember praying so hard just so my mom could breathe and i was looking for yeah this may not be advisable and experts would be looking at me as if um i'm trying to uh self treat the patient but what can you do if there's if there's no hospital available and you know about it and people ask you to wait for it so instead of waiting we did our you know our best so i was looking for oxygen all over the place just in case we need it we 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 can we can have our own um hospital set up at home in case before waiting for any ambulance before calling them for help because to be honest we don't know when where they're gonna take our our mom and it, it was also hard to contact people for for swabbing or for any private um for any private doctors we we still had to set up an appointment before you could call them so but thankfully, we, we passed the storm and we saw the light in the tunnel that if there's a symptom, if there's a tiny bit of a symptom, we should respond to it as an emergency. And we don't have to wait that the symptom gets to its you know peak and worse before we take an action because it could be too late for us. So... For for three weeks, I didn't do anything outside focusing on my loved ones who were nursing or who were trying to kill the symptom. And I've nourished them with video calls and kind words, prayers, and I said everything like how I felt no blaming or whatsoever i know that they were trying to be cautious they take a bath every time they they had to go outside and to buy something they wore masks they wore face shields they have gloves but still they got the symptoms right and so yeah i'm i'm, I'm just thankful to god because we we pass it we pass the dark moment and 
I literally stopped everything. I stopped my social media. I stopped podcasting. I stopped anything related to content creation because I don't think I would be using the same energy or I will be having any energy to talk about anything outside my loved ones. I was simply focused on them. And I remember contacting my friends and really thankful for my friends who were there, who supported me morally, boosting me with support that in case I needed anything, they're simply there and they know who they are. Those who really listened to me when I was breaking down and it really helped when people listen and don't treat it as if it's a normal thing you know so that's our journey i don't know if my storytelling is okay if this makes sense but i just want you to know that we should not respond with a mild symptoms with a mild symptom mildly rather so any mild symptom has to be responded as an emergency case so that's what we did so when i first heard about the slight fever the sore throat and the slight headache we took it to our hearts and i asked them to rest to sleep we even bought chamomile tea for our mom so she could sleep she had prescriptions of melatonin just so she could sleep because if you're unable to sleep well then your body would not respond well because you are having anxiety you are not resting your body fluid is going down and your energy is going down your any virus is you know taking your energy away from you so what we did is to have eight liters of water more than eight liters of water um oregano leaves um boiled then my they had to drink it as if it's water as well we also had ginger tea ginger fresh ginger mixed with a a clove of garlic boiled it's also like a tea so to soothe their sore sore throats and then gargling of salt um, and water also gargling bactidol or any other um, sore throat um if i may say sore throat liquid i'm not sure (laughs) so those are the things that we did on top of the um what you call that the antibiotic on top of the cough medicine i also sent himalayan salt like i'm talking about the big one i remember i bought my mother um a big chunk of pink himalayan salt it's a good air purifier 
you may or may not believe me but it helped and also get a humidifier the one that clears your your air so we also got that for her so yeah i think um it's better and i received this um nhs guideline like how they would be taking care of the patient at the hospital so i tried to read it i got it from a friend so we we tried to replicate the convenience of um, the care of being cared for as if they they were in the hospital so we tried our best to do that and of course we had the oximeter the thermometer the bp checker um, if you can get the autom- automatic one so anyone can do it always check your blood pressure you can get the omron one i think it's the one that i bought for them it's automatic you just have to put it on their sleeve and then press a button and then it will take the bp as long as it's positioned properly then you're you're good with that so that's it and my aunt she lives in the province and their home is really difficult for them to take her out because they had to cross a river just to be able to go to the highway or something so what they did um when when my auntie was losing her energy and she's no longer eating my cousin since she's a registered nurse she she had the dextrose ready for for her and that actually helped so this is the time we're in you could not i'm not i'm not telling you to self-medicate of course experts are are the best when it comes to that but all i'm saying is that let's not waste any time available for us while waiting for for the next available hospital bed or while waiting for the next doctor to be available or while waiting for them to pick up the phone call because there's a lot of people suffering right now and we are definitely not alone and we have the capacity to be able to do something and respond something for our loved ones even if you're far you cannot be shattered by by the fear the fear cannot consume us so respond to it take advantage of all the knowledge online right now take advantage of the first aid that you can do while waiting for the experts or while waiting for for any ambulance do your part in saving your loved ones so again i'm sharing this as a personal narrative on how we're still battling something (laughs) but i'm thankful that it's it's way past the symptom it's 
I hope that it's really the end of the tunnel. And I'm really hoping that to anyone who's taking time to listen, it is real. I'm not declaring it, but I don't want to give a name for it. Because words are powerful. So, it is real and you just have to be ready. And don't think that it cannot touch you and your loved ones. I thought about it. I, I thought that, you know, it, it could not happen to us because, because we did everything. But just in case... You leave one percent of one percent of that um, possibility, and don't let that one percent take any life or take any joy from your loved ones. So wherever you are, keep safe. Thank you so much for listening, and this has been. Lizette Sombrano for the Happy Night Project. Keep safe.